description. It's more cowbell. Hello, hello, and welcome to Garrett Talk Sports. I am your host, Garrett Clausen, here to bring you all the good sports news for today. Um, honestly, today's episode is more of a bonus episode, a little bit of a short. I didn't wasn't able to get a full episode in this week with the 4th of July holiday, and I hope that everybody had a really good uh, vacation or you know holiday with their family. Uh, but uh, just wanted to be able to at least get something out there. Uh, we had some some big news that popped in today. Um, and I wanted to kind of just talk about it a little bit because I do know that it was a, a part of the NFC South, uh, and we already broke that down. And that, you know, major, major news this morning, um, that being that Baker Mayfield was now traded from the Cleveland Browns to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, pretty big move. Uh, well, I, you know, Baker Mayfield was pretty much expected to go somewhere. We didn't really know where. Carolina and Seattle made the most sense. There were a lot of rumors that Seattle was starting to kind of pull out of that, um, which made Carolina the the favorite to land Baker Mayfield. But a lot of people kind of assumed that it would probably come via release of Baker Mayfield and not a trade. Uh, but they end up pulling off a deal for him. I mean, it, it is for a conditional mid-round pick, so it wasn't like the Panthers had to give up a ton to get him. Um which begs the question: uh, it Did because the the draft capital given up to take him away from Cleveland, is he going to walk into having that starting job right away? Um, if all reports are kind of leaning towards him having to battle with Sam Darnold for at least a little while uh, to start camp. Uh, thankfully, I mean it's a July move, so he'll have plenty of time to get accustomed with the playbook. It's not not really concerned from that standpoint, but. Uh, as the number one, no, former number one pick of the 2018 draft and the number three pick in Sam Darnold in that same draft. Uh, kind of interesting now, both on obviously on new teams, not on the teams that drafted them, and they're going to have to compete for that starting job. Um, it is a role that, you know, I think a lot of people are hoping uh, takes a leap forward, especially for fantasy purposes, all these weapons in Carolina and haven't been used to their full potential because we haven't seen uh, consistent quarterback play in a while from them. Um, I mean, really, you know, since since the Steve Smith days the, when you could really rely on uh, on these weapons. And obviously McCaffrey, you know, McCaffrey does his thing when he's healthy, but uh, we'll see how much the Baker Mayfield trade will affect this. Um, I do want to just kind of like break down a little bit about this situation. Obviously, you got Baker Mayfield. Um, who has always been like a QB2. I mean, he's never been anything like elite. He's had a couple of games here and there where he has kind of gone off, but uh, for the most part, he is just an average um, quarterback, which in my opinion makes him an upgrade over what they've had in Carolina. Uh, but I don't know how much that will do to really boost anyone's value. Uh, the 2018 season for Baker Mayfield was probably his best. Um, and I think is the season, in my opinion, where he actually showed a lot, uh, in terms of support for his weapons. Um, he had both Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham finish as a wide receiver one and a wide receiver two in, uh, PPR. Uh, so the, gr granted they were both low end wide receiver one, wide receiver two, but the fact that he was able to support both as those options is encouraging. The issue is we haven't seen as much of that since then. Um, but the, the the Browns obviously are a run-first team, so we 
maybe they loosen the reins on Baker if he does win the job and he gets the chance to kind of take over and, you know, heave it. Um, DJ Moore is the one that I think uh, the most people are hopeful for to see the upgrade at quarterback uh, to help boost him from a middling wide receiver two to hopefully a wide receiver one. Um, He's had, like we kind of mentioned in the NFC South breakdown, He's had plenty of uh, of targets. He's had the yards. He's had about 1,100 yards per season he's played. <clears throat> and he's only had four touchdowns, though, per season, which is uh, obviously not what you want. Um, and it's not like Baker threw a lot of touchdowns, but any upgrade over four per year would be tremendous to, to getting a DJ Moore to that value um, because he's producing wide receiver two numbers with terrible quarterback play from Sam Darnold and PJ Walker and the the ghost of Cam Newton. And it would be nice to kind of see uh, Baker Mayfield be at least consistent enough to constantly get him DJ more targets and hopefully be able to get him uh, the ball in the end zone, which is what we've been waiting for. Obviously the most now McCaffrey, on the other hand, uh, he is definitely somebody that uh, I think, I don't know if it hurts him or or helps. I I, I think McCaffrey is going to be McCaffrey no matter what. I think the offense understands that it has to kind of go through McCaffrey. Uh, the one thing that does concern me is that when you look at the non-injury seasons for McCaffrey, he was averaging uh, close, you know, over a hundred catches a year. Uh, where Baker Mayfield has really only thrown to his running backs, or at least the major ones, you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. We're only averaging about 30 catches a piece um, per season. So, I mean, if if there's a drop down in targets for McCaffrey, that would be a little bit disappointing for him. Don't think I'm really moving him down rankings uh, because of this, but I, I do think it is something to keep an eye on. Um, I know quarterback upgrade you would think would be a, a bonus, and it very well could be. It could mean that they don't sack the box for McCaffrey, that uh, that there's just ways for them to get him open in space a little bit easier. Uh, but I do know that Baker is, has not been the king of throwing to his running backs. Um, but a, a new system, we'll find out what, uh, what he really can bring to the system uh, in Carolina, because it's, you know, obviously they're going to, uh, they're going to do what they can. Matt rule really needs to get one of them to be, uh, successful, whether it be Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield or uh, his time in Carolina could be quickly coming to a close. I do think the interesting part, though, is that uh, McCaffrey, I'm sorry, the Panthers and Browns actually play week one. So we'll get an immediate revenge game for Baker Mayfield if he does end up winning that job. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I am kind of hoping for that because I think that would be pretty exciting. Um, we already have Russell Wilson playing against his former team in Seattle in week one. So we'll also get uh, the other part, you know, the other Carolina and, and, and Cleveland could be a very, very interesting um, would be even more interesting. If for whatever reason, Deshaun Watson actually gets to play this season, that would actually be a, a very intriguing matchup in week one. Although I think Cleveland is, with Watson is a much in a much better situation for that instance. So I'm not sure that, uh, that, that, it would be a good game for the for the Panthers, but you never know. It could be something uh, interesting to watch. But, yeah, that's the biggest news uh, of, of, of today. Uh, definitely something I wanted to kind of do a bonus podcast about uh, and definitely something to keep our eyes on going into camp and see how that unfolds. We also have uh, a voice recording for the first time ever on our show. 
uh, that I'm going to go ahead and play uh, and get uh, kind of our first experience with it. Just a kind of a reminder, if you are a listener to the show and you want to uh, send in voice recordings, um, you definitely can do so. I highly encourage it uh, and you'll get the chance to potentially hear yourself on the show. Um, All you have to do is follow the link uh, in the episode description, both on Spotify and in Apple Podcasts. Um, And if you click that link, it's going to send you to a page that you can record your voice recording and then it sends it directly to me. And then I can put them in the show and respond to any questions or comments that you may have. Um, Since we're doing a short episode today, I figure I'll go ahead and, uh, and, and pull out the first one right now. Wandell Robinson, New York Giants wide receiver, kind of a gadget player, looked a lot like Debo Samuel in college at Kentucky. What are your thoughts on him? Do you think he'll be an impact player? Maybe late in the season he'll come into himself or uh, maybe not get enough volume? What what say you? All right. Well, first of all, that uh, that voice sounds awfully familiar. Sounds a little bit like a guy that we might have already had on the show. And it also sounds like the guy that might have been writing our music didn't specify. We'll assume it's a uh, an evil twin of his uh, just trying to get his claim to fame. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, Wondell Robinson is the question. And I do think that uh, I appreciate you bringing him up because we definitely did not really go into him a whole lot last week when we were talking about the Giants uh, doing the NFC East breakdown. Uh, Wondell Robinson, the receiver, Mostly receiver played, you know, got a few rushes here and there at Kentucky as well. Um, uh, second round pick of the New York Giants. Um, he is an interesting prospect because he didn't really have a lot of um, production early in his career. He was a transfer from Nebraska to Kentucky. Uh, really, finally got the chance to prove himself in this last season at Kentucky. He did finish. Uh, as a second-team All-SEC player, so he had a very productive season. Uh, And the Giants obviously thought well high enough of him to use a second-round pick on him at a position where, like we kind of talked about last week, they're not loaded, but they're also kind of looking for somebody to take that leap and be the guy. Um, I don't know that I believe that Wondell Robinson is going to be that guy, especially in year one uh, in dynasty purposes. I think he is an intriguing uh, prospect because I do think uh, with the health of a lot of these receivers and with uh, the expiring contracts of guys like Darius Slayton, um, that he may have a, a chance to a path to targets, maybe not this season, but next year um, we would really have to see them for me to really buy in th- for this year. I think we would really have to see them use him in a way that w- is like Debo Samuel, like they're trying to get him touches, manufacture touch, touches out of the backfield. Um, he is only a 5'8 receiver, so it's going to be kind of this gadgety type role, I would imagine. Um, but if they start to use him a lot and, and he's productive with it, then I could definitely buy in for next season. Uh, but for this season, he's he's probably not somebody I'm drafting and redraft, but he's somebody I would take a little bit of a flyer on in, uh, in dynasty for sure. But thank you for the voice recording. Like I said, guys, uh, get those voice recordings in and uh, I'd be more than happy to answer your questions or, or just talk, talk a little bit with you guys uh, via on the podcast via recording. So definitely get those sent in to us, but uh, otherwise that's all I really got for this week. I appreciate you guys taking the time to, uh, to listen to a little bonus podcast. I have, 
Apologize for not having the full episode, but we will be back next week uh, to finish out the NFC for our breakdowns. We'll finish up strong with the NFC North. Uh, Going to have another special guest for you guys uh, next week. Uh, so stay tuned next week, and we'll. Uh, I hope you guys have a great weekend, and I uh, hope you guys really had a great 4th of July. Have a good one, guys. What was all that one in a million talk?